You are listening to the Amnicon Studio Podcast, where I share my crafting and fiber adventures, homestead tales, and anything else I might be up to. My name is Marcy. Welcome! Hi! Welcome to Amnicon Studio, episode 14. I'm Marcy. Thank you for watching. So January's been a bit of a dry spell with the crafting. My husband and I were focusing on house projects and painting, which I mentioned in my last blog post. It's beautiful. You can't tell that I did anything different other than that everything looks fresher. And my hands were a little bit sore from all the snow blowing and plowing and everything that we had to do so I decided to give things a break for for January decided that just focus on other things that needed attention and so I, I'm I don't have many things to show and I, I guess you could say I only finished two things <laughs> this month and I wanted to make it three but time got away from me so that's my excuse and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it's um it's good to be back in front of the camera again. I'm nervous and I'm pushing through it. Today in my cup, my beautiful cup that a gal in one of my knit groups sent me for a Christmas swap. There is green tea. I think it's the Starbucks Zen brand that I First tried with my sister-in-law a couple weeks ago. Um, I never had this before. I've been pretty leery of green tea. I always thought it tasted kind of grassy in the past, but this stuff is mixed with lemongrass and I like it a lot, so. Cheers, it's still pretty warm. <laughs> All right, I have notes. I will try to stick with them. I don't know how long this episode's gonna be because I feel like I want to blather a lot. And I feel like I have a lot to make up for. Um, a lot of stuff I want to share with you guys. Uh, I think I mentioned in my blog post that I did record an episode three weeks ago or so, but I was sick at the time and when I rewatched it, it was just horrible. And I was not very positive or enthusiastic about anything. And you might have said I was a grump and a grouch. So I trashed that episode and I'm giving it another try. So first things first, I'm going to do finished objects. And the first ones are my vanilla socks. I started these, I don't remember when, because my note-taking was horrible for the last several months. But I finished them on January 26th, and I'm very happy with how they turned out. They're almost matchy-matchy. And now that I've shared them, I can start wearing them. The yarn was yarn I purchased from my local yarn shop before they closed down several years ago. It is, I'm not even sure how to say it, Nashua Hand Knits, uh, made in Italy, which I feel the need to point that out this time. And it was that colorway, and it was pretty true to what it said. 
um, knit on US ones, 2.5 millimeters. And I'm very happy with them because I, I did try them on, of course. And let's see, the next thing that I made actually, it was Wednesday night. <laughs> I have a picture that I will share on the blog. But for Christmas, I had given my mother-in-law a dish towel and matching oven mitt. And I said to her, if you want, I'll put them into um, hanging dish towels if you'd like. And she said, sure, that'd be great. And I had all the intention of sending them right away, um, working on them and stuff. And it didn't happen. And when I thought about doing it, my hands hurt too much. So it was well over a month uh, for me to return her Christmas gift. Um, the towels, they were uh, cardinals, cardinals on branches, uh, red yarn. I can, I can share that. I used this yarn, which is Yarn Bee Soft and Sleek Low Pill Fiber from Hobby Lobby. And this stuff, I really like working with it. In fact, I just realized I did finish another object and I'll have to pause the video and come back for that. Um, that was a hat. <laughs> it was a CC copycat hat. Actually, you know what? Hold on. All right, I'm back. Did you miss me? I missed you. <laughs> All right, this is the hat I just had to go run and get. It is a CC copycat hat. And I don't remember if I shared anything about anything on it on the blog or my social media at all, but I I used the Hobby Lobby yarn to make this and there was an unintentional customization. The this part of where I think it called for like six rows or something. I accidentally made too many rows and I decided to just go with it and continue it on with the rest. And then I finished the hat pretty, this part pretty quickly. The uh, ribbing took me forever and a day it felt like. And then I bought a fur palm from Hobby Lobby to put on this, specifically to put on this. And then I lost the palm. I'm trying to think of where I found it. Uh, I, actually, I think I found it in that basket that is above on top of the egg incubator. Uh, so as soon as I got that, well, I didn't make, I didn't put the palm on right away. And it's my first time using one of these. And I, I like it. I think it really makes the CC copycat hats, which is a free pattern if you Google CC copycat hat. Unfortunately, I don't know the name of the designer. And this is what it looks like on my head. Whee! I, when I finished the palm and I showed my husband and said, how's it look? He said, it looks like you left a hole on the top and your hair sticking out. <laughs> but, you know, it was really cute. So, so, yeah, I made that and then I used the leftover yarn to make the dish towel toppers for my mother-in-law. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that. 
So there's there's that. Boom Vanilla Sauce and that. I let's see. Do I want to stay in order or not? I think I'll stay in order with stuff. So I'm gonna cross that off because I just shared that with you. Uh, cross stitching. I got bit by the cross stitch bug, which I mentioned earlier, and I, I really, I like doing it. I keep messing up though. <laughs> uh, the project I'm working on right now is from Tiny Modernist. It is called the, it's a free pattern. Before I put it up there, I want to let you know, if you go to her blog, tinymodernist.com, you will find it. But this is what the pattern looks like. There's, um, I'm using 14 count Ada cloth. I am using the called for colors. And I didn't get very far with it before I had to set it down for reasons that I don't remember. But that is how far I am. The modification I, I'm doing, I guess you would call it, is that these white dots, I'm not putting those in. Um, I, I like it better with those filled in with the call for colors. I was hoping to get it done before Valentine's Day and that's not gonna happen. That's okay, I'll have it for next year. I am unsure if I'm going, how I'm going to finish it. I'm not sure if I'll put it in a picture frame or if I'll do, well, I think they call it flat boards. I don't, you know, I haven't been watching uh, YouTube videos lately, so I'm kind of losing track of what things are called unfortunately, but I've been watching TV and blueprint classes and, and everything, but not so much the YouTube stuff right now, which I'm sure will change. I'm just ebbing and flowing right now. I'm just going with what I feel. Um, oh, and then the, the other cross-stitch project that I wanted to work on, and I want to finish this year, but I haven't started it yet. <laughs> I feel like a broken record with this one, but I have my Happily Ever After that I bought from Frosted Pumpkin Stitchery a couple years ago. You know, I, I kind of burned myself out on the border and starting this part. I made an error somewhere, and that just killed my enthusiasm for it but I will get there eventually I want to I'm trying to I'm looking to see if I have a picture of the whole thing I don't think I do all I have is um, the pattern and I'm not going to show that since it's a paper pattern I'll take a I'll find a picture of the finished one online somewhere and share that on the blog which is amniconstudio.blogspot.com <laughs> yes, I'm hilarious. <laughs> uh, the next thing I want to talk about is my quilting. I last shared, I think, it's hard to know because I shared all this stuff on the video that I didn't keep. 
So I'm not sure if I talked about this stuff that episode prior to that or not. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. But the Friendship Star Quilt by Krista Watson, which is a pattern off of uh, Blueprint, formerly Craftsy. I have got the quilt hanging up over this way. Let me see if I can roll it over to show. I will move slowly. There. Well, I'm not sure how well that's going to show up, but I've got the main part of the um, top done. Okay, I accidentally hit the stop button somehow, I'm not sure, uh, so I had to hit, hit it again. So that is the main part of the quilt topper. I've got three borders left to make on it. Two are strips of varying widths for the borders, and then the third one is a pieced border which I've got lots of the squares started sewn together. I'm trying to take my time with this. I think I mentioned that before. I'm trying to take my time and do a good job, do a nice job. So I'm not rushing and not trying to stress myself out. Although I will say that I seem to have a lot of yellow in these squares and I don't want any to go I don't want any of the same ones to go next to each other. So that has kind of stalled me out a little bit while I decide what to do with that. I did purchase an extra fat quarter of the lime because I thought I was short on a square somewhere. And when I finished everything, I wasn't. Uh, so I figured I will use this to replace some of the more plain yellow ones if a lot start needing to be popped up next to each other. So, slow going. I, I wanna get that stuff done before we start incubating and hatching out chicks, which is gonna be pretty soon. Um, my husband's starting to think about saving eggs to fill the incubator. That's just kinda snuck up on us and our girls are not laying quite as quickly or frequently as they should be right now, which is kind of frustrating. So I'm not sure how that's all gonna go. Um, Cause I do sell eggs to a lot of, the, a few of the people that I work with. And I don't wanna short them out either, so. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to share with my quilting that I forgot to pull out because let's see I have a feeling this video no I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna stop and go looking for it because it's in the closet and it's kind of a pain to get in the closet right now with the quilt hanging up but last year about this time, I started a small quilt piece for a Angela Walters class on Blueprint. It was dot-to-dot -dot quilting. 
I mean, after I, the video, I'll, I'll go into the closet and pull it out and take a picture of it. But I wanted to work on that through that class last fall after harvesting and all that, and it just didn't happen. I have a lot of things for um, ruler quilting, but I haven't done anything yet. Shh, don't tell my husband. <laughs> so I have all this stuff and I haven't I haven't tried any of it yet because I haven't had time or just completely slipped my mind. But this one I wanted to do and then it's maybe 36 by 36 inches wide, all in blues. My son might take it when I'm finished with it and hang it up on his walls. I'm not sure yet. He's He's kind of remodeling his room right now and well that's kind of a, a little too uh, broad for it. We repainted his room and he put lights up, uh, tape lights, so he could be like, I don't know who, but I mean it looks nice, but now he doesn't have anything up on his walls and now that I think about it I'm not sure if he's going to want anything up on his walls, so once I finish that project I'm not sure what I'll do with it. Uh, okay, spinning. I have not touched my spinning wheel in a few months. Bad me. I It's not for lack of want. It's Right now I'm not sure if I should because of my hands and wrists. But I've got a few projects that I have started that I should finish. And one of them... You know, is the big bag of gray Corydell fiber that I want to spin to make my husband a sweater for. And I need to get going on that because I sort of promised him that for Christmas this past year. And that hasn't happened yet. So maybe tonight I'll take the spinning wheel out and um, out in the living room and start working on it while we watch trash TV. Oh not trash TV but it's reality TV and it's like potato chip TV so I don't really need to be watching to know what's going on I can just listen and then I've got for else for spinning projects is I have not touched the spinning on this beautiful drop spindle that I purchased from uh, Blue Moon Fiber, Blue Moon Alpaca. Oh, gosh, I feel horrible because I'm in her group and now I can't think of her name. Was I'm well, her business name? I know her name because her name is my name. <laughs> so I this is fiber that I dyed, and I think I called it Big Damn Sunset. I haven't touched it. Want to, but I need to. I need to, you know, pull it out of the craft room if I'm going to do anything with it. So that I want to finish spinning up all that. Once I do the yarn, I'm not sure what I'll do with it. Maybe I'll save it for a weaving project. Maybe. And then the other spinning that I have that I haven't touched is on my Turkish spindle, which, my gosh, I am... Awful. I cannot remember the name of the gentleman who made this spindle, but he's from Wisconsin. And if I wasn't 
recording on my phone, I would look on my phone to see what his Etsy site is called. But I, I do love this spindle. I mean, it's so, it's so nice and it's small. I get a good spin out of it. I get a good spin out of my other drop spindle too. I mean, it's, it's nice to work with quality tools, not something somebody just kind of whipped together. Which, speaking of tools and spinning, I bought myself a little gadget last month, or right before Christmas, I don't remember which, but I've had it sitting in the box ever since I got it, and I still need to leave the poor gallery view on Etsy. But it is a yarn gauge. You can use it to kind of keep your spinning consistent. And there's a diz, and you can do the, um, wow, the angle of your twist on it. So, Fiber Sprite. Uh, let's see, can we get that? Yep, Fiber Sprite on Etsy. I originally found her on Amazon though, so, and then I went and looked on Etsy to see if she had a shop there, and she does. And it's, it feels really nice. It's, um, what they call like laser burned on the laminate wood. And it's, it's nice. It's nice. I'm really happy. It reminds me one of the things that I want to make this year is a little pouch bag for my spinning wheel so I can have this and a few other things like right there with my spinning wheel. And the gal, she put, instead of packing material, she put spinning fiber. And I thought that was a nice touch. So I haven't used this yet. there and I think that is all all the, oh no one more thing I wanted to talk about because I decided I wanted to resurrect works in progress and finish them this year and a few years back I bought a little needle punch set and kit And started working on it. This was just something I bought at Walmart. And I put it away because I wasn't enjoying it. And then last month I thought I would pick it back up again and give it another try. And I've talked in a few of my Facebook groups and my mom's group about this. This is how far I am. Um, you know, it's pretty much just the sun and the start of the background behind the rooster. And I said, I, I don't really like this. I don't enjoy the process. So I asked if anybody else did needle punch and if they enjoyed it. And a few people said yes. Uh, I think maybe the majority of the people said no, they didn't care for it, and so they gave up on it. One gal says she does rug needle punching, so she can use whole skeins of yarn, which that sounds nice, but at, at this point, after 
dealing with this, I decided that maybe this is not for me. And I found out it's probably why I'm not enjoying it is everybody else is pulling their embroidery floss off of full skeins or full balls of embroidery floss. I've got like a yard's worth of embroidery floss that I need to snip off this anytime I want to use a different color. And so by the time I really get going on it, the floss is gone and I gotta um, thread the needle again. And I, it's, I mean, it doesn't flow nicely. And I wasn't, I, well, even thinking about it now, it's like, it just doesn't make me happy. So then it turned into, well, do I want to push through this and finish it or just give up on it? And I'm still deciding. So I put it, I put it back in the bag and pushed it in my, my basket and I've actually forgot about it until just now. So I, I don't know. Is there anybody watching this that does needle punching? Do you enjoy it? Should I keep, should I power through it or should I just give it up I it's like I could go either way right now because I mean I like I like the idea of the finished project but just the process the thought of the process makes me just ugh. so let me know if you have an opinion or not that's it's fine <laughs> okay I think that is it for all that and then the next bit I wanted to talk about is stuff that I wanted to do this year which I might have touched on a couple of the things but one thing that I want to make myself is a sweater I bought yarn for us to make myself a sweater well, actually I made I bought two sweaters worth of yarn and I already made the one with the Leah sweater but now I have a worsted weight which I'm thinking I'm going to make a February lady sweater. I'm not 100% sure on that yet, but that is such a good pattern, I think, for the different body types that I think no matter what I'm wearing, it will look nice on me. So I will dig out the yarn and cast that on at some point, because honestly, I don't remember what yarn color I bought for, for making myself a second sweater. Oh my gosh, that's awful. <laughs> and then I want to make my husband the sweater that I spin um, the yarn for. Uh, the, the project piece for the blueprint class for the dot to dot quilting. I want to finish that. I bought a bunch of embroidery floss for several different uh, cross stitch patterns all free <laughs> I kind of I kind of went nuts with finding the the free patterns and a lot of them are from tinymodernist.com I mean she puts out good stuff and why not take advantage of the free things that these people are putting out I mean it's I mean I know a lot of people will put out free patterns to get themselves out there and get themselves known. I mean, and there's, unless the person is just really don't, doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, the 
the free patterns are going to be good because they want to have a good name made for themselves. At least that's how I take it. Uh, so I printed out a bunch of those. They're somewhere and <laughs> the embroidery floss is in the closet and I figure I'll just work through one at a time. The happily ever after cross stitch will be just an ongoing thing. My goal was to do one of the squares every month. Well, that didn't happen for January, but we still have most of February. <laughs> so I might still, I could still be on track to get it done before the end of the year. And let's see. So far, there's not many plans for knitting for other people this year. In the video that I deleted, I I think I said I wanted to be a selfish knitter this year. <laughs> and I said it in maybe not the nicest way, but that's, that's okay. Uh, it's just, I realized that not everybody wants hand knits and I should focus on the people who do appreciate the hand knits and that is what I'm going to do this year. I I haven't settled on the pattern yet. I think I know what I'm I'm going to go for. But my I mentioned something several weeks back to my sister-in-law that I was thinking about making her a hat for this Christmas, this coming Christmas, and she got really excited and she told me what her colors were or the colors that she likes the best. So I went up to Hobby Lobby because that is my new local yarn shop, it would seem. I could go on and on about how the area, the big city that I live by, you know, is decent sized and they can't support certain shops, certain specialty shops. And that frustrates me to no end, but I won't go there. Instead, I will just say that I wish Hobby Lobby was closer to me instead of having to drive up on the hill for it. Anyways, this is the yarn that I bought for my sister-in-law's hat. It's, you know, soft and sleek, low pill fiber. It's soft, it's squishy. I'm, I really like working with it. So thankfully they had a color that I think she'll like. And I'm debating on making another CC copycat hat, but changing the brim around this time. Instead of doing the knit one, purl one through the back, I might just do a regular knit one by one. And while I'm talking about that, I'm thinking of also making myself another CC copycat hat with this fiber. Little bit of sparkle. Um, several months back I made a I think it was called Trump hat Trumper hat some kind of hat uh, <laughs> uh, who the designer's name I am blanking on I can kind of picture oh, Romy Hill I think is the one who did that one and I like the little bit of sparkle that one had that was made with a red heart yarn so apparently I'm all about the sparkles. Um, not set in stone, but so far that's where I'm thinking where we're going. 
and then I want to weave at least four dish towels because I haven't touched I also haven't touched my weaving loom in a few months and my sister-in-law's birthday is coming up and I'd like to make her some dish towels made from I've got the yarn right up here this colorway from peaches and cream which is called creamsicle and this which is called key lime pie I think these would make lovely dish towels. So that is where, that is my plan for my next weaving project. Whether I'll finish them in time for her birthday remains to be seen. But unless she watches this, I don't think she'll realize that I was planning to make those for her. And then quilting. Um, I wanna do one of my quilt kits that I purchased from Blueprint. At least one more this year. I I hit their sales when they were doing the 50% off sales and I bought two or three kits, but I haven't touched them because I'm working on my practice one with the practice fabric. <laughs> and let's see, homesteading stuff. My area has received 74 inches of snow and counting. I think we're getting close to two inches since last night. Uh, we haven't had snow for a couple weeks, which is great because my hands and wrists were just getting beaten from using the snow blower. And then the ATV is not so bad. But it's like all the vibration has just been killing my hands. And um, so then every everything, you know, it's, you don't realize how much you use something until that body part hurts. I mean, it's like, same thing like with your back or your stomach muscles or your neck or um, like if you break an arm or some other appendage, then you realize how much you use your body. <laughs> and then when... It's out of commission or it's sore. I mean, it's just misery. And let's see, house projects, I've been painting. We replaced the floor in the kitchen and it turned out lovely. Uh, we did that over a weekend. My first time using a floor nailer. That was fun. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was fun because you get to whack really hard with the rubber mallet. And I am, I've reached that point of the early year where I'm starting to think about the garden and I haven't hit spring fever full on yet, but it's getting there. It's just been so gray this winter. And the way this past weekend, it was sunny and beautiful and you could go outside without a jacket. It's kind of started things up for me. So I've been watching uh, classes on blueprint and YouTube videos and seeing different methods of starting seeds indoors and actually growing 
produce indoors. And with my husband's blessing, I bought some lettuce seeds <laughs> and some pepper plant seeds. And I'm just experimenting right now with seeing what I can get to grow. Because right now, I've got a few things sitting in one of those little plastic tray greenhouses. And that is on a uh, plant mat. I think my big problem all this time is that I've never been, I haven't been using heat um, under the stuff. So, you know, warm soil will encourage seeds to grow. And then, because I always had the lights, but I think I always had the lights up too high as well. And it is amazing what technology has done for stuff like this, because now there's LED grow lights. I'm sure they had a different market in mind <laughs> when they manufactured it. And, you know, um, gardeners and vegetable gardeners kind of like grabbed on that stuff and ran with it. And it's really interesting to see how many people grow produce in their house under grow lights. I mean, like there's people have some amazing setups for growing vegetables indoors. There's somebody that I subscribed to his YouTube channel so I could kind of peruse through his videos. He's actually growing uh, pepper plants. Uh, that is a big deal t to him to grow these. Um, I mean, it, it's very interesting because I didn't think you could grow things like that indoors. And if you did that, you'd have to um, pollinate with a brush, but um, things are working well for him. Where was I? I had lost my train of thought. Um, but anyway, so it's, I mean, if you get carried away with it, it can be really, um, can be crazy um, and expensive too, but you know, a lot of them also are like, here's how to do this on the, um, on the cheap. There is something else I had learned about growing plants in uh, canning jars using the, I think it was called the Krotsky method. It's a hydroponic way of growing plants and you can like, I suppose use perlite or some kind of um, clay bean looking things in net pots, you put them on top of the jars, and I guess you, the plants start to grow, and they seek the water, and as they use up the water, you know, there's the air space, and then that benefits the plant as well, and by the time the water is gone, the plant's ready to be harvested or some such thing. I mean, it sounds interesting. I don't know that I would do so well with it, and then they said it is really good for leafy green stuff like spinach and lettuce and although I see other people are trying to grow other things with it like strawberries and raspberries and I mean it's just amazing I, I more I mean it's it's really neat <laughs> yes it's really neat um, and see the animals I mean, we finally sent off the shadows last baby to a new home a few weeks back and I'm 
I miss them. I miss them more than I thought I would, but at the same time, I don't miss his mischievousness, if that makes any sense. Uh, let's see, Shadow and Loki and Thor and Pfeffer, they're all doing great. I've shared a few video um, photos on social media, which if you Google Amnicon Studio, you'll find my Instagram and my Twitter and my blog, of course. Um, they're, they're doing wonderful. They're all thriving and, and really, well, I think they're happy. Well, like Loki, she's kind of cranky, but I think that's just because she's Female rabbits tend to be crankier than the male rabbits. So. I'm not trying to sound sexist, but the, the females tend to be more crabby where the boys are more affectionate and sweet. And that has certainly been the case for us because Thor and Pfeffer are sweet and they like to snuggle and cuddle and stuff. I mean, Loki will sit on your lap and everything, but she just kind of, I don't know. She's, it's like she's waiting for something. Um, I mean, she doesn't re relax too much, and Shadow just, you know, she'll flop and lay, but, you know, if she, if you do something she doesn't like, she's quick with the thump. <laughs> so, and she's a big girl, so those thumps are pretty darn loud. Um, chickens are doing good. Um, my son, in his infinite wisdom, thought he'd be real clever, I think, whether he meant to or not, uh, after he did afternoon chores, he was shutting the light off on the coop, which has caused egg production to decrease. So now that I realize that he's done that and we've talked to him, um, the light's staying on longer, but it's really slow for the egg production to go up. I mean, for a while we were getting so many eggs, we didn't know what to do with them, and now we're getting maybe half a dozen eggs a day, which is a little frustrating, especially with um, incubation just around the corner. And in the kitchen, I've been cooking and baking. I've got bit by the bug to bake, cook. I think it all started. <laughs> I think it all started. Well, it started before this, but what really kind of kicked it into high gear was I read a story online about the, I think it's the Great American Bake Off Holiday Edition. Uh, it wrapped up beginning of January. And the person who won it was a Capuchin friar. And I thought that was really cool. And the article, you know, he said he wanted to wear, keep wearing his robes and throughout the thing. And it was, so I thought, I want to see this. I want to check this out. And I wound up really enjoying the, the series or the season of this one and kind of seeing everybody grow and progress as a baker. That was, it was fun. So <laughs> I'm kind of hooked on the Great British Bake Off show now. <laughs> <laughs> I so after watching that I started watching season one and now I'm on season two because I had to take a step back because 
I had Pfeffer in the house with me and I said, Pfeffer, are you still hungry? <laughs> said, oh boy, I need to take a break. <laughs> um, so actually I started watching the Halloween Bake Off Championship with my son because I thought he would enjoy seeing that. Uh, the host is from Wipeout and I know my son liked Wipeout and kind of liked the humor of that. So it's been, it. I like that. I mean, it's not, it's entertaining in a different way. Let's just put, put it that way. Um, and let's see, things I've been making, I, well, one of the cast iron pots that my husband got for me turns out makes a really excellent chicken so we've been enjoying a lot of chicken I've just been cutting up celery carrots celery carrots onions and just putting the rooster in the in the pot yes you heard that right it was a homegrown rooster um, and then just slow cooking it for four hours or so and they've been turning out so good and then I've been baking bread. I made a cinnamon swirl, which I should have taken a picture of because I was pretty proud of how well it turned out. And um, I, I don't think I've been making sweets. I made an apple crisp, but that doesn't really count. But <laughs> um, I've just been, I don't know, it's, I've been wanting to try new things and new recipes and so far most everything I've tried has been a hit I think unless someone's lying to me <laughs> so it's it's been fun especially when that's been my main outlet of creativity since I couldn't I didn't dare to uh, uh, craft too much and I just wanted my hands to heal and yes I, I know I keep bringing it up but it was really hard and my hands really hurt <laughs> so uh, I think that is all I have to blather about for now I think it is I have no idea how long this video is gonna be after I pull all the things together and I'm hoping to put the video out sometime early next week we will see we will see I it's been a while and I miss talking to you guys whoever is out there watching me and I guess a little bit of house cleaning keeping um, since I do watch a lot of YouTube not necessarily by choice because my husband my son watches a lot of uh, gamers there seems to be this really big push lately for um, seeing at the end if you like what you see um, please hit a big fat thumbs up you know, maybe even subscribe, as Dennis Daly would say. <laughs> um, yeah, so. So, like and subscribe. Leave comments. Tell me how, how you think of, what you think of the, the videos. If you have any questions, any comments. Or you can leave them on the, the blog, which is amniconstudio.blogspot.com. I will post show notes as soon as I can. And until next time, bye.